In case you missed it, check out this presentation from last year's best of the best in pediatric surgery. But also don't forget that the next best of the best in pediatric surgery is coming February 1st. We have societies participating from all over the globe. Register through the link below and prepare yourselves for a knockout event. See you there. Okay, so next up we have Dr. Kayla Briggs from Children's Mercy Hospital with her presentation, Fundiplication Without Esophageal Crural Sutures, uh, the long-term follow-up from a randomized trial. And then following, Dr. Bethany Slater from the University of Chicago will start our discussion. Thank you for allowing me to present our work. We have no disclosures. Our institution has performed a series of trials focusing on refining the fundiplication technique to minimize RAP transmigration and need for redo surgery. First was a randomized trial which demonstrated minimal esophageal mobilization resulted in fewer RAP transmigrations and need for repeat operation. Second was another RCT which evaluated the need for esophagocrural sutures with minimal esophageal mobilization, which showed that esophagocrural sutures were not needed if minimal esophageal mobilization was utilized. Most recently, a retrospective review demonstrated no difference in RAP transmigration between those who did and did not have posterior curl sutures. We sought to attain long-term follow-up from the children included in the second RCT that either got four esophagocrural sutures or no esophagocrural sutures. Children were included in the study if they were less than seven years of age undergoing primary fundiplication. Retrospective chart review and a telephone follow-up to assess long-term symptom control was performed a minimum of six and a half years post-operatively. 106 children participated in the original RCT with 100 alive at late follow-up. 70 caregivers responded to a telephone follow-up call. 39 children had four EC sutures while 31 children had no sutures placed. Follow-up was conducted at a median of 8.7 years postoperatively, and children were a median of 9.5 years of age at the time of follow-up. Of those available for telephone follow-up, there was no difference in sex, race, age at fundiplication, rate of G2 placement during fundiplication, or neurologic impairment at the time of operation. No child had RAP transmigration in either group. One child required a repeat operation, which was for RAP dehiscence. This was performed 140 days after the original operation. A telephone follow-up, there is no difference in current reflux symptoms, antacid use, persistent retching, need for GJ2 placement, or post-operative hospitalizations between groups. In conclusion, there was no difference in RAP transmigration, symptom control, or subsequent hospitalizations between those who did and did not have esophagocrural sutures placed during laparoscopic fundiplication with minimal esophageal mobilization at late follow-up. Thank you. I'd be happy to take any questions. Well, first of all, go IPEG. And then second of all, thanks so much for having me. Uh, Dr. Briggs, that was a great presentation, and I really applaud you and all the co-authors for both a randomized control study as well as a long-term follow-up. I think that the technical aspects of a NISN is really important, both for outcomes and for um, reoperation, et cetera. I was curious to know if you guys had done a sub-analysis for the patients with neurologic impairment in the two groups. We did not specifically perform a subgroup analysis of those that had neurologic impairments. Okay. And I appreciate you being here today and being our commentator. Great. Um, in your institution, do you tend to get most of the patients back to your hospital if there are issues with um, recurrent symptoms, or do you tend to see people going to other hospitals, et cetera? 
That is a really great question. Um, and that was one thing that we definitely felt like was a potential weakness of this study. We have a huge catchment area, both in Kansas City, Missouri proper, Kansas City, Kansas, and all throughout the region. And, you know, sometimes if people have those complications, they're not always super willing to come back for further care. Um, we do find that kind of antidotally, when anyone does have complications, our referring facilities are not necessarily afraid to contact us. The kind of bigger issue that we were wondering is that in our hospital, just as we were talking about, you know, surgeons owning the common bile duct as opposed to GI is that typically our GI colleagues here really dominate the post-operative care in these children with the fund implications in terms of continuing medications, choosing when to discontinue those. And so that was really a question of ours is, should we be having more involvement with these children post-operatively to perhaps be a little bit more aggressive in getting off antacids if their symptoms are controlled instead of just going with the status quo? But that was definitely a concern of ours with as large as our catchment area and the presence of some other bigger children's hospitals there around us that might've taken care of these children if there were any issues. Great, thank you. Uh, my last question for you is, does everyone in your group now forego the extra sutures? They do. And that um, Dr. Wendy Svetnoff um, posted kind of the most recent iteration of this, which was examining the posterior curl suture necessity and um, recently published that data. So I anticipate that there will be a long-term follow-up kind of with this very minimal approach, minimal mobilization, no EC sutures, no PC sutures, you know, here in the coming years. Wonderful. Dr. Ponsky, are there other questions in the chat? So uh, let me, not in the chat yet. So I want to invite people to start commenting uh, about this and I may have missed something. Uh, also for the panelists, I don't know if Samir uh, or anyone else here has a comment to make. Yeah, I do actually. I, I'm glad that you brought that up. So um, uh, just, I'm curious, I haven't done any cruel stitches in probably a decade now. Mm -hmm. So uh, out of curiosity, like, you know, there's a few of us on this call here. Who actually still does those? The posterior the curl, stitches? Curl, curl, curl stitches? When you say yeah, curl do you stitch, know? do you mean esophageal curl or a yeah, posterior? The EC, the EC, not, I only do the PC if there's a hiatal hernia. If there's no hiatal hernia, mm -hmm. they're not getting one. And uh, with all due respect to the senior colleagues, I do not skeletonize everything because why break it up if it's already there? So uh, I'll, I'll answer your question. Um, I got uh, bashed by Tim Kane because we asked, you know, who still does it? And I was the only one that raised my hand. And Tim's like, Todd, like, hey, dummy, uh, look at the data. Stop like being old school and doing what you were taught. So I am slowly trying to break my habit and I do realize it makes no sense to do it anymore. Dad, you were going to say something? Yeah, we'll get to fix these in years to come. <laughs> You're providing material for the older surgeons to do. I love it. It's great. Well, I mean, can I count it as a charitable contribution? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> want to keep your skills sharp, sir. That's that's what we want to do. Too late for me. We, we are here to aim. We aim to please you. That's what we're here for. It's a, you know this will always be such a great area of controversy. Um, so uh, it looks like we have uh, about a minute left. If anyone has other comments, uh, if not, um, 
There was pediatric surgeons are doing all your operations without sutures. You're fixing hernias, you know, with purse strings internally. This is great security for us in the future. (laughs) (laughs) There was one question in the chat about how many in the study had a hiatal hernia associated during on imaging. Did you all have that? That's a great question. So we specifically did not include children that had a concurrent hiatal hernia. And I actually did have a question for some of the senior authors too, in terms of the number of fundos that you guys do a year now, because we've definitely seen our volume drop off at children's as medical management has gotten better. You know, that is a great time. question. And it is a very sore topic for me because I love this operation. And yes. <laughs> uh, unfortunately it is dwindling rapidly. And um, what, what I find in some of our GI folks, they have such a, hatred towards this operation because they don't understand the floppy nature of the operation. They don't understand the minimal dissection. And they have this affinity for this GJ tube business that keeps on getting dislodged and blocked and needs multiple anesthetic exposures. And so, yeah, um, if you want to partner and write something up about that, I'm in. That's an easy study. to. I was just thinking, Samir, Terrible minds think alike. I, I was just uh, <laughs> thinking the same thing. That's an easy study to do. It would be, but then th- remember the, I know the bell rang. I'm going, the pendulum <laughs> swings, the pendulum swings, yeah. and especially on functional surgery. Anytime you're doing functional surgery, we can't figure out how to do it. And we do a lot, we do a little. I was doing six a day with Rothenberg <laughs> when I trained and now, <laughs> right, right, Bethany. And now, you know, I haven't done one in a super long time because we just don't do them anymore. Um, yeah. So. Final comments from anyone before we go to the next. Great job, Kayla. That was awesome. Uh, and great Thank discussion. You for this opportunity. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome right. and, 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 and let me just be, be very clear. I will not be partial to IPEG in the, in the next couple, couple of hours. I will be unbiased uh, and I'm not partial. Okay. IPEG doesn't need anybody to be biased. We're going to win it with 10, eight rounds anyways. So, you know, you're calling it in 10, you're calling it an eight or 10. We're, we're 10, eight rounds. Like all the rest are getting eights. We're getting tens. It is what it is. It's a knockout. Oh, I see. All right. You know, all right. Got it. All right. Knockout, <laughs> we'll in, knockout in eight.